Hey, Senda. Hey, Phil. You uh, want to talk about Origins? Yes, yes. The recap episode, I see. Mm, recap episode, mm. indeed. Mm-hmm. And welcome to Panda's Talking Games. I am one of your hosts, Phil. And I am your other host, Senda. And tonight's topic, well, we went to Origins. And we're going to talk about our time there because we just got back. We're just recording a few days later. I wasn't even human yesterday because I got back at 3.30 in the morning on Tuesday morning. And so like Tuesday didn't exist for me. So anyway, this is my first day of anything functional. Um, So we're just going to take it kind of easy tonight. We're going to talk about the convention, some highlights, the games we ran, the games we played. And yeah, you know, we did this last year. But for people who are not familiar with Origins, Phil, can you give them like the briefest overview of this convention? As brief as possible, the Origins Game Fair is located in Columbus, Ohio, at the Columbus Convention Center. It's about 20,000 attendees, which makes it uh, a large convention if you go back and listen to our episode on conventions. But it is like a third of the size of Gen Con. Yes. So it's a large convention, but way smaller. Yeah. It's got a little of everything for everyone. RPGs, board games, war games. It has a heavy focus on board games. It does. Also... It is um, almost always Father's Day weekend yep, and the weekend of the Pride Parade. Yes. And as I mentioned on the Misdirected Mark, uh, the intersection of those two things makes um, that weekend also Daddy's Day. <laughs> Take that for what it is. <laughs> I was just going to say, it just makes a beautiful game convention. So all you gay daddies out there, you know, that were hitting up Pride, like rock on. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, it's a fun one. This year we were a little bit more organized. Yeah, um, we made progress. The year be- <laughs> right, because the year before, I think we just like haphazardly threw some events together. We did, uh, but this year, like, we were a little more put together about it, and actually, between the two of us, kind of planned on what of our stuff we would run. Yes. So, what did you run? I ran three rounds of Turning Point. Uh, Yes. Many turning points, all the turning point, everyday Uh, turning point. I ran three rounds of Hydro Hackers, different scenarios, but Hydro Hackers, plus I ran some off-book stuff. Yeah, which I played in. Uh, Yes, I ran um, an off-book game of the Warren. The Brunnies. (laughs) We might, if we have a few minutes. (laughs) We'll see if we can get back to that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I ran uh, Swords Without Master. Yes, which was epic. So. Yeah, those were um, those were a lot of fun. Um, we also did some seminars. We sure did. We uh, did the one shot and campaign tango, um, which is basically a live version of the show, except that this year we got smart and booked it for two hours instead of one hour. The best part is that um, we, <laughs> I, I say we, but we had nothing to do with it. Schmitty, yeah, uh, yeah Schmitty yeah. recorded professionally recorded right the episode uh, right, or it's the, true. the seminar. So. Right. Um, patrons, like yeah. patrons, will get to hear uh, that two-hour seminar. Yeah, I'm not going to edit it though. So what what you get is what you get. Also, Chris, if you're listening, hey man, it was awesome to meet you. Moving right along. Oh yeah, 
That's right. Hopefully, Chris is a new listener. You'll have to listen to the episode to understand that. But, hey, Chris, if you're here, it's good. To, it's good to see you. Yeah, I hope you cool. sorted out that encounter thing. Uh, we also um, were part of the misdirected mark extravaganza, which was more than just us. Uh, it included Ange and Sneezak and. Bob and Doc, Doc. Yeah. yeah, Doc was on the end. Yep. So that was a lot of fun. Yep. There was crossword puzzles and bingo boards. And Schmitty also recorded that because as we know from years past, we, uh, recording that panel is fail. doomed. We failed. So, yeah. But Schmitty yes. did it. Schmitty did, did it. it. They, they pulled Schmitty, it off. They, they avoided Schmitty the curse. Is, Schmitty is a professional. professional. <laughs> they came with their own recording gear. In their own case, and it was impressive. Glorious. Yeah. Hand handcrafted, put together is some some really, really cool stuff. Anyway, uh, we also, besides the seminars, we also had a get together. Tell me about the get together. Oh yeah, we did a get together at the Eagle, which was the fried chicken place that we couldn't stop talking about last year. And it's the fried chicken place that doesn't take over everyone's colons. Um Correct. It's actually quite colon friendly. <laughs> it's colon friendly fried chicken. I know. I know because I ate a lot of chicken. <laughs> you did. We did manage to get through most of the chicken. When the second round of chicken came up, you were like, oh, more chicken's coming up. And I was literally like, I, volun- I volunteer as tribute, right? <laughs> there like, were some goats. We had to have some people play goat. Um, it, but yeah, it was great. We had about, I think we ended up with 26 people chilling at the eagle eating tasty and delicious food hanging out playing some games doing all the stuff i think it's something that we will definitely work on doing again next year and we will work on doing with a little bit more heads up time before the event schedule goes live so that people have time to plan around it if they would like to attend i think it went really well we will probably do that exact same thing like i think it's gonna be right i think i think our plan is and you and i were talking about this during the course of the weekend our plan is to do our planning more upfront, yeah. uh, and actually release a misdirected mark encoded designs gnome stew guide to origins before registration goes live, so that people who do want to plan out their time at origins okay. will know what all the events are, when they're going to be, and how like so that they can find them uh, and plan their schedules accordingly. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we should move right along because we're going to keep this pretty brief. Yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so tell me about what are some of the highlights for Origins for you this year? Okay, so I had a bunch, but I think we share a bunch of these. Yeah, so we we'll just... really, really do. But So yeah, since go. there's some overlap, we'll, we can both talk about these. Yeah, yeah. The first one is um, I love, love, love our misdirected Mark family. Love, love, <laughs> love. So there was actually a pretty significant number of misdirected Mark hosts and listeners. And I I say listeners, but I mean friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who were with us. And I I mean, there were 26 people at the Eagle, but not everybody even went to the Eagle. Yeah. Um, Yep. No, because not everybody, it didn't work out in everybody's schedules because we didn't didn't get it out there early enough. So next year, earlier. Right. Um, But so many misdirected Mark friends we're all together. And so during the course of the weekend, I don't think there was a time during the weekend when I was not with members of the misdirected Mark family. Yeah. Like every game I played, every meal I ate, 
hanging out in base camp, walking the floor, like all of it, there was always misdirected Mark family with us and different people. Like it rotated like at different times with different people hanging out. And it was just great because you are all lovely human beings. Yeah, it was really, it was lovely. I mean, it was lovely last year too, but it's even more like we're really solidifying a community presence at Origins because now it's the third year, right? Yeah. And like, it's really strong. We know where everybody's going to be. And, you know, like all of those things, like we can find the people and all of that stuff have gotten well, pretty good he- at it. here's a little proof, right? Three years ago, you and I did the first Pandas Talk at Origins. Yeah, yeah. We had like 20-something people in the room and we were like, so who all listens to the show? And, and there like, was like no one. No one. <laughs> this year, we had about the same amount of people, 20, 25 people, and all but one person yeah. was a listener to the show. And that one person came with a buddy. Yes. Yeah. He came with someone who was a listener to the show. Exactly. So like in three years, we have completely turned that around. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And so that's actually what makes the that panel fun. And I'm really glad that Schmitty recorded it was that it's like a big episode. Yeah, it is a big episode. It's a two hour episode. In- it's a two hour episode some- with all the outtakes shoved into it because I'm not editing it. Correct. Including some Ditch Lilies trivia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right in the middle of it. Good Ditch Lilies trivia. Yep. Yeah. 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 So good stuff. All right. So anyway, that was my first one. I think we obviously both shared that. Absolutely. Um, My second one was, I think the convention floor is getting bigger. Three years ago when we went, I remember walking in and being like, wah, wah. (laughs) Like, not that, like, like, seriously, not that impressed. It wasn't that crowded. And I didn't really see anything that was exciting. Yeah. But this year, there were all the places I needed to go for RPGs. So, like, it's not, again, it's very much a heavy board game convention. So, there are many, many board game companies, less RPG companies. But Indie Press was there. Yep. IDGN was there. Yep. Bully Pulpit and Evil Hat. Yeah, and, uh, and Studio and Two. Studio Two. That's the one I was going to add that it wasn't on your list. I, yeah, I will say that basically, I did ninety percent of my shopping. I mean, like the, the, in in those booths, the floor is big enough that I was starting to recognize other booths that I remembered from Gen Con that I didn't remember seeing at Origins before. Um, yeah, that were not directly game related, but were geek adjacent, like the geeky corset dresses and stuff. Like, yeah, like there were a couple of those. Right. And then like there's the lady with the crowns. Like the yep. first time I tried on those crowns is definitely a Gen Con stuff. So like I, I think that it's starting to be a pretty similar floor, although it's still smaller. There are fewer booths that just repeat like a million Pokemon cards over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. And I think the thing is, is that Origins is less expensive than Gen Con and less oh, yeah. competitive to get floor space. Oh, yeah. So some of the smaller vendors yeah. are able to actually get space. And again, while you won't see like every RPG company there you know catalyst was there with shadow run i mean it's not my cup of tea but like they had no small amount of stuff but here's the other cool thing besides the rpg stuff there are so many places to demo games yeah like you can like uh, sneezak went for like eight hours and just like wandered the floor floor. and played games just playing games yeah so i was actually rather like i was very pleased with the convention floor it's not my draw for going to the convention no but i do like to make a point like of going uh, doing a little shopping yep and i enjoyed what i found yeah i mean and we did swing by smirk and dagger because you picked I up i did buy uh yeah. before there were stars yeah 
Anyway. The, uh, the story game that's hidden inside a uh, board game box. Yeah, I'm going to buy that. Yeah. Anyway. My next one, uh, which I think we also shared, was the food was solid. Yeah. No outstanding finds like last year. Like last year, we discovered like four places and we're like, oh my God, the food. But this year, like we kind of went back to those places. Yeah, we just and went were, and they were still good. They were, they were still, still good. fantastic. We still went so, to the, the Thai place and we still went to, I mean, North Market, of course. And, and North Market was solid. The Eagle. The Eagle. Um, still I will say fantastic. This, yeah. I could put that hot honey on God. I, I'm oh, pretty man. much just ever, just everything. like everything. Everything. Like, it bumped up, like, I, because I had, you know, we put it on the plate and it, like, ran on, to, like, it ran into and bumped into the kale salad. Oh, dude, it was good on everything. Literally the kale everything. kale salad was better. I mean, it was I mean, delicious kale salad. But it was even better, better with, with hot, hot honey, honey on it. I know. Yeah. Everything was better with the hot honey. Anyway. anyway. Man, the hot honey um, was good. And so yeah, and so I we, really enjoyed having marshmallows. It made me feel like I was a Oh, kid. marshmallows with marshmallow the sweet potatoes. Marshmallow sweet potatoes, but they were such good sweet potatoes. They were anyway. delicious. Anyway, good. Keep going. My next one is For the Queen, which was my game pick for the convention. Yeah, which is fantastic. And totally mine did arrive while I was at Origins. So you got to get your signed because you bought it there. And I was all good and pre-ordered it. And it came Didn't while I was get gone. your signed by Alex. Wah, wah. Yeah. Wah, wah. But we played it twice. It, it is a wonderful game. Um, if you go listen to Misdirected Mark, I talk more about the game itself. Brilliant little game. I am very, very impressed. It is it's a very, very good. smart game. And for the thing that it does, which is a zero prep, zero learning curve game, it is fantastic. And, okay. and you had magic shoes. I, I, I don't want to go into it in too big details, but I bought these um, sneakers, these special uh, New Balance sneakers that keep your ankles from rolling, which is a problem that I've always had. And they kept my ankles from rolling, which made my orthotics, because I have flat feet, do what they do. And... And if you remember from last year's episode, I was in a lot of pain and was having a lot of trouble walking around the convention center. I did not have any pain, nor did I have any problems walking around the convention center. And it was so great. Great. Yes. Great. It was fantastic to just be like walking along with everyone and not like in pain or limping or. Yep. So it was great. Good. Well, I'm just going to call Give out. Give me because, a few other ones. Yeah, that was that was a lot of the same like highlight experiences that that I had. Except although I didn't personally experience the magic shoes, I appreciated the magic shoes on you. Um, yes, <laughs> yes, because it was nice to be able to walk. <laughs> right, because like. you weren't in pain, and like we just walked the floor together for like an hour and a half, and it was like not a big deal, which was amazing. But anyway, a couple of other things like. We uh, managed to sneak in dinner with the legendary Ryan Macklin from the internet. Yeah, yeah, from the internet. Yeah, that from guy. the internet. That guy. Actually, that that was a lot of fun. And then uh, in the middle of that dinner, when yeah, when came uh, by and hung out with yeah, us when, for a drink. Yeah. yeah so that was uh, and Schmidt was with us. So that was yeah. actually like that was a really fun. That was a really fun like little side dinner. Yeah, it was lovely. And 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 then you know Macklin stole my badge the next day and like went and bought the amazing Captain Marvel bag that we found on the floor. Um, Ooh, which was handcrafted, handcrafted leather, leather bag, $250. It was beautiful, but I it was, was a, it was a work of art. I was not ready to bite that bullet, but we did tell him about it and he went and got it and he it I'm, matches, it matches, matches his, his tattoo and it's real yes. good. Yeah. But he was wandering around wearing my cat ears and my giant she, her, um, name tag. <laughs> if anyone could pull that off, it it's would Ryan fucking Macklin. Yeah. yeah. And we also did what is becoming a tradition for us, which is we had dinner on Wednesday night with Jim McClure and Kick-Ass Emily. 
Yeah, which we is did. Just awesome. Like we just chill and like talk industry stuff. <laughs> Like some the industry professionals stuff, some not, we are. Some not industry it's stuff. True. It's true. Some very fun. not. Like some very just like, you know, we are hobby friends stuff. and hang out. And then we also got to have rolled ice cream, which rolled ice cream is awesome. And as it came up in the show yesterday, if you don't know what it is, look it up because it's really cool. And it's pretty rolled and it's tasty. And you roll it like dice. Not quite like dice. It's actually little rolls no. of ice cream. Anyway, and then the thing that I picked up on the floor is that you pointed out to me as we cruised by some booth or other, a, t- a Chessex set of dice that were marbled red and blue with gold numbers. And they're fucking captain marvel and they're my captain marvel dice now and they will never be known as anything else and i love them i i feel like chesslick should just take that line and rename it but, higher further fast oh i was like rename it fucking captain marvel because no no just higher further faster because then faster. they won't get in, yeah because then they won't get in trouble right but they really did look i mean i they was just because right i was just colors yeah. i was just picking through this big wall of chesslick dice and then I know you love all things Captain Marvel, I really so do. when I saw when I saw the coloring, I was like, "Oh, I'm like, I think you need these." Right. I mean, I have this little Captain Marvel bobblehead with a lunchbox now sitting on my desk because Macklin brought it to me from Portland. <laughs> is the lunch the l- lunchbox is the where the test? Yes, yes, is, right? yes, exactly. Like okay. she's got it open. I don't know if it's. And it, there is, in fact, a little tesseract in there. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Can confirm. Very cool. It's very cool. Okay, I'm going to move us along so that we keep this show um, orderly and neat because you are on a short week for editing this. Tell me about your Turning Point games. Sure. So the first one I ran was Baby Blues, which ticked along and did exactly what I expect Turning Point to do. It was a lovely game. I had some lovely people in it, including Scott Ryder and uh, Jerry, and um, I'm smooshing all my games together, so... So Jerry remember. got a chance to redeem, like got a redeeming oh, Jer- game of Jerry Turning played Point. Di- Turning Point with me twice. Yeah. Uh, actually, after this after playing in the uh, play test or after playing last year in the one where we had to fix a part of the game. Yeah, because McClure broke it. Yes. <laughs> anyway, in a good way. But my apologies, because I, 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 pl- I ran it so many times, they're kind of blurring together and I, I'm having trouble picking out who was in which game. But, but I do know Scott. I do know Scott was in your first. He game. was definitely in that game because I know that that was a pretty good emotional experience for him. And I was super pleased with how it ran. The second one I ran, we did. Uh, my kinky life which was also a very good experience and proved to me yet again that you can totally run that dilemma even in a crowded convention floor and it doesn't have to be um, something that is not safe for work that you can line and veil it perfectly well and because you are not actually playing through scenes of like after their decision it is perfectly fine to play that in public which still makes me really happy and that is the first time so we are doing a little bit of a mechanical switch not in terms of how the mechanics actually mathematically work but in terms of how we are representing our voting mechanic and that game because everybody in it had actually played turning point before it was jerry and nor and schmitty because everybody at that table had played Turning Point before, I threw the new way of doing it in, even though we don't have the graphics and everything out for it, and just tested it to make absolutely sure, and it worked like a charm, and I'm super duper pleased, and I'm glad that I kind of got to toss that in, so that was a thing. Um, and then on Sunday, I ran I Want a New Drug and had a really amazing experience because it was actually all women who sat down at my table that day, and I have actually never run turning point for a table of all women before and it was a very interesting experience because 
the role of the psyche, the way that the psyche talked and spoke, felt even more like how I talk to myself in my head, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, absolutely. Like it was it was actually more on point for me. Not that it's not on point when it's a mixed table or something like that. Like it still can totally be on point, but it was really interesting that like there was there was a subtle difference that really did actually like feel a little bit different in the game. So that was a pretty awesome experience and it was pretty lovely. And um, one of the gals at that table, it was her first RPG ever. And that's a way to learn RPGs. Right. right? Like, I, I mean, she knew what she was looking for. Like she was not looking for a and d style RPG, but like no pressure or anything. But I, I think it, I think it worked out. Okay. <laughs> yes. I was very excited for you because I, I'm a dude, and I always play games with all dudes, right? <laughs> like that's, right, constantly. Like that's shooting, right? That's shooting fish in a barrel kind of thing. Yeah. So when you had this chance to play a an all women game of Turning Point, I was like, oh, that that's going to be really interesting. Yeah. Like, it, and it's not a thing I can experience ever because my very presence at a table would disrupt that, right? right. Like so. And it's really interesting because it's certainly not the first all women in a game that I've played, right? Like that happens sure. to me with with some level of frequency, especially recording for for Saskeek. But but specifically because Turning Point has that mechanic where we talk to our you know mutual character as the you know psyche that we have that reflection time that we act as the voices in our own head. Like, it was a very interesting experience. And it wasn't, like, that far different, but it was just a little different. And the end result was that, like, we we made a very, very firm decision. Like, we didn't make, we didn't even make a 20-point difference in our decision. We had made, like, a 70-point difference in our decision. Wow. Like, it was, ma- it was very, very clear-cut. <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah, really it was awesome. really interesting. And, I, and a lot of it was because of the way that the psyche was. Right? And that's one of those things that I really like about Turning Point is like it doesn't really matter if like everybody picks one, like like if, if almost all the decisions go to one side or yeah. not, because because it's the it's the playing of those scenes. Yeah. In that game, the journey is just as important as the destination. It really is. And I will tell you the other really interesting thing that happened at that table is I was sitting at that table. It was me and Nora and a couple of other gals who had obviously never played the game before. And usually there's a scene or two of ramp up of people starting to take heartstrings. Even in a game where people have played before or even in a game where some of the people have played before, our heartstrings, let's see, there's like 25 heartstrings normally our first scene was 19 and every scene after that we emptied the kitty yeah that's a that's like, a pretty emotional game right like we just it was it was interesting because i have never had people catch on to that mechanic so quickly and be like so open about just expressing the fact that they were reacting right anyway i think that's just fast it was great <laughs> tell me about your game super quickly Sure. Um, so I, I'll, I'll talk about Hydro Hackers for the most part. A weekend of running Hydro Hackers reminded me just how much fun Hydro Hackers is and how much I really love that world and the stories it tells. Yeah, it's super cool. And I got to run all three of the adventures that I've run, like two of the past ones and the new one, Blue Europa. So um, that was actually really fun because I didn't just run the same adventure three times. I ran like three totally different stories, but yeah. all in that world. My Blue Europa adventure contained a bunch of custom moves and stuff that 
I had a feeling might be how I was going to do the all narrative version of the hydro hack system. And I am right. Yeah. Like, nice. I like, it'll need a little more play testing, but that is the solution. And it worked great in play. Like I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I also learned that Zeppelins are unavoidable to players. Yeah. Like the mere mention of one is, um, so will set them. Yes. Which is actually great because it actually makes Blue... Uh, like, I could probably streamline Blue Europe into a much tighter adventure if I just push the Zeppelin part. Yep, just push the um, Zeppelin. Because honestly, if you're going to do a heist, are you going to do the heist on a Zeppelin? Or are you going to do the heist... I mean, the casino is still pretty cool, but like a Zeppelin. Well, the second the players were like, well, how does the ice get from Green Bay to Buffalo? And I'm like, well... It, it needs to be flown there, so it's just flown there by Zeppelin. And right. they were like, Zeppelin. We're, right. They were like, as soon as they heard the word Zeppelin, they were like, Welp, we'll just get it while it's in the air. Right. I mean, and, like, Zeppelin had never come up before as we had discussed this adventure right. and how your setup was. So I didn't even know there was a Zeppelin involved. Right. So Zeppelins are a thing in Hydra Hackers because it's dangerous to travel by road. Yeah. Because. Like there are, you know, like once you clear the cities, like there are water bandits and things like that that will sure. rob you for water. So you can't drive a two ton block of ice like across this, like across a couple states. You got to fly it. And so um, Zeppelins have become this economical way to fly things. And so, yes, when I offered up a Zeppelin, like it was go time. So anyway, <laughs> that, and I was fine with it. I was like, let's do this. Like, I am so ready for this. Let's make this happen. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing, which uh, I'm actually going to write an article on Gnome Stew about is I'm looking at how to get a game started. Yeah. Like, especially a PBTA game, like where you have to do playbooks and all that. Yeah. Like, how, and I've, and again, because I ran this game three times, I had to take people through the setting, character creation, the new rules, and get you up and running in less, like, in about an hour. Yeah. And, like, the ways we do that. And, like, are there ways we could do it better? So I'm working on some of those. Like, I, I'm I'm messing around with those ideas. Like, that's, like, kind of my takeaway was for convention games, what can I do to on-ramp this game a little faster? I don't think I can go much faster because much faster, much faster, and I think you just, you're skipping things. Yeah. So anyway, um, and then I will say this. I ran my two off book games. They were fantastic. My Warren game was mm -hmm. epic. It was epic. I'm um, scarred it was for life. Dark. It was dark and scarred and scary. And um, but just as a short kick ass, Emily happened to be sitting um, in the same circle of chairs we were when we were playing. And I enlisted Emily to uh, play one of two NPC cats alongside of me, and it was amazing. We were quite the pair of cats. Yes, you were. Um, <laughs> terrifying and maniacal. Horrifying. Yes, but it was it was a it was a good game. You actually will hear. You can actually hear more about that on the Misdirected Mark Extravaganza recording. It's true. That is also going to drop in the Patreon feed at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It, overall, Origins kicked ass. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. I'm looking forward to going next year. And I hope that listeners 
who are looking to plan out their con schedules start to look at Origins as a uh, as a place to go, especially if you want to hang with the cool peeps from the Misdirected Mark. Like it is definitely a place where you will be welcomed into our micro community, right? Like right into the heart of the convention. And uh, we will guarantee, and I think I can make this promise with some confidence, we will guarantee that you will have something to do all weekend long. Right. There are there are scheduled games, there are seminars, there yep. are events, and there are pickup games, like just at Constantly. base camp, yeah. like and off book games. Like you will, if you come out to Origins, um, you will be with us and we can cover all your entertainment. Sometimes there's group nap time. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, sometimes we, sometimes we did t- group chair nap. <laughs> that was yes. fun. So cool. Uh, next week, we jump back into our regular shows. Uh, that topic is already cooked up. There is one more thing that we should mention before we actually walk out of this show, yeah? Which is that we are expecting to release the quick start of Turning Point in July. So start mm-hmm. looking out. Like, pay attention. We'll start talking about it. I promise. Yeah, absolutely. That is very, very important. And I'm pretty sure I can confidently say this. I think if you are a patron of the Misdirected Mark Network, you will probably know a little bit before everyone else. (laughs) Probably. Just saying. Just saying. Anyway. Anyway, before we close out the show, Senda, tell me about another show on the Misdirected Mark Network. Yeah. On Bonus Experience, Ray and Monica are two old friends exploring gameplay and design through the lens of diversity, while also sharing some of the dumbest humor gaming has to offer. And also, LaCroix and Margaret. I need a Margaret, even if she's go. drunk all the time. Say, Senda, where can people reach us on the internet? Well, you can find us on Twitter at Pandas.Games. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Pandas.Games. You can almost get to the forums, but not quite yet. Or you can drop us an email, panda at misdirectedmark.com. And Phil, once they find us in one of those places, what can they do with that information? Please, 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 please send us your topics. We do not come up with our own topics for the show. We really like to source the show from our listeners and talk about the things that you all like to talk about. Um, We have a pretty nifty collection, a backlog of topics, um, but topics are fickle in that um, it needs to strike me the right way. He says the topics uh, are fickle, but really he's fickle. I'm fickle. I... I, (laughs) I, I don't there's no system by which I pick topics. I read I read that list every week and it's the one that that week jumps out at me. So please keep filling them up uh, because you never know when your topic's going to be on the show. And if you like what we do here or elsewhere on the Misdirected Mark Network, you can support our Patreon campaign. You can go to patreon.com slash MMP. Patrons of the show get all sorts of goodies. The bonus outtakes from the show. The after show from Misdirected Mark. Um, things like our seminar uh, panels when they get recorded uh, are released to our patrons. Access to our Slack room. And things that we at Misdirected Mark um, put together, like through encoded designs and stuff, like... Maybe some turning point stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Not saying, just I don't saying. Know, just saying. Yeah. I got some I got I got a couple ideas. You got some thoughts? I got some thoughts. Yeah. I got some thoughts that I'm I'm uh I'm I'm kicking around and talk to everybody else <laughs> about it. But I, we like to take care of our patrons. Um we also like to shout out to our patrons and uh who are we shouting out to tonight? Uh tonight we are shouting out to Mike Dinos, the Inquisitor oh. of the Mark, and also the Origins MVP. 
Yes, um, yes, which you can find out more about on the yeah, um, Mr. Mark. But also we need to shout out not only to Mike Dinos, but we need to shout out to Pretzel, uh, Mike's new dog. Aw, yeah. Go Pretzel. Yeah, Go that's Pretzel. super duper cute. We saw some pictures Mike and, today. Yeah, Mike and Pretzel are getting acquainted. Yeah. Um, Richard Wyatt, thank you so much. We uh, also ec- hung out with him. <laughs> fastest Man, rabbit in the warren. Those brunnies, let me tell you. And Schmitty, thank you so much. Schmitty was awesome to see you. Uh, yeah, and thank you again, Schmitty, for recording oh all of our God. stuff. Oh, my God. Next year, we and should actually, pay you monies. And actually, Schmitty just hung out with us all weekend, uh, which was awesome. So, like, got a lot of quality Schmitty time. Yeah. Uh, just chilling and hanging out and eating fruit snacks. So Yay, fruit snacks. And braiding See, hair. Don't even forget. Oh, that's right. You did you did Schmitty's <laughs> hair all hair weekend. Every, every day, yeah. If people are already supporting the Patreon or unable to support the Patreon, which is also both fine, um, what are what is the thing you can do that uh, will make um, will make us as happy uh, as eating Welch's fruit snacks? <laughs> you can leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice. Every new review we get really does actually help new people find the show. Which is like kind of like taking your friend Chris to our panel, except that you can do it for strangers too, which is super awesome. Anyway, we really, 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 really appreciate them and we love to know that they're there. If you leave it somewhere that is not the US iTunes store, let me know on Twitter or wherever because it's hard to track them all down and it doesn't alert us or anything. So uh, we love to see them. And thank you so very, very much to everyone who's already left a review. Yes, thank you indeed. Say, Senda. Show me what you're going to do next with Turning Point. Quick start. This show is a joint production of She's a Super Geek and Misdirected Mark Productions, the media arm of Encoded Designs. Show me what you got. Hey, show me what you got. Show me what you got. Hey, show me what you got. Show me what you got. Hey, show me what you got. Show me what you got. Hey, show me what you got. Hey, show me what you got. Hey, show me what you got. Show me what you got. Hey, 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 show Hi, yeah. how are you? Pretty sure. I'm doing good. We're back from Origins. How we how are. was your how was your drive back having not learned last year's lesson and once more eaten the hot chicken takeover right before driving for six well, hours? <laughs> um Well, the first um two thirds of the trip was fine. <laughs> um <laughs> I mean, I feel like I feel like this was a lesson learned last year. I'm just saying. Well, I, I'm dumb because. <laughs> all right, so all right, look for people who don't remember. Um, last year we went to this place called Hot Chicken Takeover. Yeah, and um, the th- we learned that the thing that it takes over is your colon. Uh, yes, the chicken is hot. It's very hot. Um, it was very spicy. It takes and, over. Um, and yes, we both had. Um, GI reactions to it right. that were that were unpleasant um, for traveling. Yes, dr- dramatic and unpleasant. Right. Yes. Um, you were you were in a plane, which made it worse. Um, I was in a car, um, which didn't really make it better. No, but at least I wasn't in a plane. Right. I was um, in a window seat in a plane. 
Yeah, that's not good. It was not. <laughs> so Monday, we were at North Market, and mm-hmm. nothing really jumped out at me. And I was like, oh, yeah, Hot Chicken Takeover is upstairs. So I went, and I was like, well. I'm just shaking I my did, head here. No, no. So I was like, well, I did learn my lesson from last time. I won't get the um, spicy. No, it was I'll medium. It was medium. We weren't totally stupid. Okay. Then this might be where my plan fell apart <laughs> because I got the I got the medium. Oh no! That's... But it didn't seem as hot this time. Anyway, so I got the medium, <laughs> and I got some of the ranch because I was like, "Oh, the ranch will help cool it off," because that's what ranch does. Uh huh. Um, and it once again was delicious. Mm-hmm. And six hours later. <laughs> Um, a full-on takeover of my colon was in effect. Um, Six hours later, we are having the same lesson learned conversation from Origins last year. I, I believe I texted you the words, never again. Never again. <laughs> Bloop. Let I me th- tell you the thing that makes me very um, upset about this. Yes. I am from Buffalo. Yes. I eat hot wings. All the time. Uh, almost once a week because we go to a place for wings uh, before the show because it's like 50 cent wing night. Yeah. I am not unaccustomed to hot food, right? I like yeah. I like spicy tacos. I like my chicken wings hot, whatever. And for the most part, when I eat spicy things, I am okay. Yeah. From a GI perspective. Yeah. No heartburn and yep. no... None of that horrible, unpleasantness. No takeover. <laughs> anyway, I have eaten this. I have eaten hot chicken takeover twice. Yes. Not even on the spicy level. Yes. And I can not contain it. Yes. <laughs> it will not be contained. It takes and over. And I am a little perturbed about that. <laughs> so anyway, next year... If you see me on my way to Hot Chicken Takeover, you should just play this audio bit for me. <laughs> Let me do it right now. Bloop. Hello, future Phil. This is past Phil. You're about to think that you should get some Hot Chicken Takeover <laughs> because you think this time it'll be different. <laughs> but Hot Chicken Takeover is like Shadow Run. <laughs> Every time you think it's going to be different and you try it, you wind up disappointed, crying on the toilet, <laughs> just like Shadow Run. So turn around, walk away from Hot Chicken Takeover, and go get a chicken and waffle sandwich at the Belgian place. You will not be disappointed. Okay, good. If you wouldn't mind in editing, just clip that for me. Right, just, and and just have it on my phone for next year. Anyway, why don't we get the show started now yeah, that we're yeah, done yeah, talking yeah. about um, what Phil should need? And I, like I said, if you wouldn't mind just clipping that bit, yeah, because no I feel like next year when we do the Origins pre-show, you yeah, should just I'm just play gonna it play to it. Me. I'm gonna play it back and just be like, Phil, this is for your own good. <laughs> I I feel like this is a case where I may need to be saved for myself. <laughs> I mean. I really thought after last year that you would remember. I certainly did. I, <laughs> I had no desire to repeat that experience. Was obstinate. <laughs> you were like, no, I eat spicy things. I'm determined. Bloop. I okay. mean, it's like Papa John's. I, I, I have terrible regrets the morning after Papa John's every single time. 
<laughs> and somebody finally told me that it's because they it's well i don't know this for sure it's probably because they put meat in the sauce and they don't say that all their sauce okay. is meat sauce okay anyway let's but keep meat going. is not meat does not meat is not bad no well it's it's fine except that i'm probably not equipped to digest it in a very comfortable way okay i will give you that right so every morning the morning after i'm like oh yuck i feel yicky and also bad things are happening anyway that's, we should stop detailing. And when we and when we spend a whole bunch of time talking about our colon and bathroom habits, <laughs> yeah. it must be time to start the show. Please, please, please. Can you meow? Meow. Meow. Bloop. Cue music. <laughs> do, 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 do. Except we should really do it fast. So like do, do. <laughs> like that. There we go. Show me what you got. Show me, Show me what you got. Show me what you got. 45 minutes. We yeah, just yeah, kill yeah. it We're right. Stopping. We just kill We're it right stopping. now. Stopping. Stopping. Okay. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye.